Hey, this is Jack Alley. I play for Fairy at High School, and you're listening to the No Playbook Podcast. All right. So moving on with this Farragut week on the podcast, I got another stellar athlete from Farragut High School on the podcast today. Uh, if you missed the episode earlier this week, junior basketball player Annie Priest joined me on the show. She did a great job. Check that out. But today, I got football player Jack Alley. Jack is already committed to playing football at uh, Air Force. So we talk, of course, uh, about his recruiting process and just what the Farragut fans can expect from the Admirals this season. So now I work at D1 Training. We're actually going to have a booth set up at the game at Farragut this Friday night. Uh, if you want to stop by, just mention this podcast. We're going to set you up with one free week that can work out at D1. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you my next episode that's coming out early next week uh, here on the podcast. It's going to be an absolute doozy. You know who Josh Mancuso is? He's that guy that makes the funny videos you know, about sports teams, how they pick their mascot. He'll wear a funny hat and a mullet wig. He just does the whole thing. He's a comedian uh, and a guy actually from East Tennessee. So I'm going to have him on the podcast. And, you know, if you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, you'll hear that as soon as it drops early next week. Right now, let's get to Jack Alley. We'll do it right after this. Sit tight. Recruit Me puts the recruiting process in your hands. Most student athletes wait for college coaches to discover them, but coaches are busy and don't always have the time to find them. RecruitMe allows you to build an online profile to share directly with college coaches and is designed to help you enter all of the information coaches want to see. Your stats, your highlight videos, your academic information, your social links, and more. Plus, our team is here to make sure that your profile stands out with personalized suggestions. With over 25,000 coaches in our database, our premium plan gives you access to D1, D2, D3, and NAIA coaches across the country, and more importantly, gives them access to you. Enter your schedule of games and tournaments to let coaches know when and where you're playing so they can come out and watch you shine. Then communicate with interested coaches via our chat feature. When it comes to recruiting, don't make coaches research you. Do the work for them. Get started today at the Recruit Me app, on the web, and in the app stores. At D1 Training, what we do is in our name. Our D1 athletes become D1 athletes. Whether it's Los Angeles Angels pitcher Ben Joyce, high school soccer national MVP Brindley Murphy, or first-round NFL draft pick Cole Strange, we help all athletes reach their full potential. Five-star training system comes straight from D1 strength and conditioning programs, and D1 has trained over 2,000 professional athletes. Many of them started as young as seven years old. Check out D1Training.com to learn more about their facilities in Hardin Valley and Sevierville, and coming very soon to Maryville and the Tri-Cities. Okay, cool, cool. I was actually at Farragut for a, a few hours, about three hours, four hours this morning. Uh, oh, wow. Well, they had like 8U was playing. There was a, a whole bunch. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, probably 12 teams out there. So they were they were playing, but it was, this week it was at Farragut. So we, we kind of set up a D1 tent and we were out there for a while, so awesome yeah Sounds yeah man good. so uh how are things you're back into it uh school is in session and it's finally game week yeah yeah it's great um it's finally good to be back you know um i'm excited for the senior season we've uh we've been training hard this whole entire summer so it's nice to get the pads on and you know it's almost here so but i mean it's 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 the first game week of your senior season are there like extra emotions going along with that yeah yeah it's kind of um our coach has a saying, it's like he always says to the seniors that you're 
your um, last first. So um, that was kind of hit different when he said it to our class this year because I've heard it four years in a row now. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot of emotions, but it's exciting. Right on. I just I just was wondering, you know, what what's going through your mind with that? Now you uh, you've got a different, I guess, journey just because you've already committed. And I saw you said, you know, you're one thousand percent. Talk yeah. about that experience committing to uh air force how did you land there that's didn't mean that pun but uh yeah how did you come upon deciding with the service academy yeah well um it really wasn't in like i'd never really thought of going to a service academy but um you know they showed a bunch of interest and actually um as soon as they offered me a couple weeks later i went up for a visit and they showed me a great time for two to three days i got to meet the coaches and just kind of check out the campus and learn about like what you actually do at a military academy. And I really fell in love with just, you know, everything about it, the benefits after the football aspect, the school. So it didn't take long, you know, two to three weeks after my, my visit, um, my area recruiter, uh, coach Horton, the running backs coach, he came down to Farragut just to check on me and I committed then. So, yeah. So, so talk about that. If you would, for the listener that doesn't know what that process is like at a service Academy, it's not like if you committed to, yeah, Tennessee, you know, you're yeah. starting, um, you know, in the summer as a freshman football player. Talk about how that goes. Yeah. So um, really, I think next June, like the start of June, I'll get uh, sent up there and I got a six week boot camp, you know, just basic uh, military training. Like I think I learned how to shoot a gun. They put you through the mile and the vest and a bunch of running. You get screamed at, you know, all that stuff. So that's the first part. And then, you know, um, especially Air Force, you know, the, the education side, people don't think about that, but it's it's pretty brutal, just the education side as well. So, you know, that's they uh, prepare you for the workforce and everything. So you got to um, it's really like very strict, but um, I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited about it. You, you have to wear a uniform. Um, uh, let's see what else. So uniform, you know, there's the military side of it, obviously the, the football aspect of it. Uh, classes are pretty strict. I actually got to sit through a class with a linebacker. Um, and so I got to kind of see how the classes are, you know, they're smaller than like an actual college because there's only about 4,000 students there, which is about double Farragut. So it won't be much of a, a big change. So, but when are you allowed to start participating in like football activities? Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, I actually, uh, I was going to graduate early, but, um, they don't let you, you, you're not allowed to go to spring ball. Um, so how it works is you go to the boot camp first, and then after the boot camp, um, then you start pads. So, you know, the coaches are always big on you on eating your meals because after the boot camp, you know, you usually lose five to ten pounds. But, um, yeah, the, the training starts pretty soon right after that that six-week period. So, I guess a little later than most colleges, but not not too bad. Yeah. Now, do you have, like, ultimate football goals? Or are your, your goals yeah, yeah. in life, I mean, um, I guess – extend well beyond football yeah well um that's a big reason why i committed to air force because you know just like i'm sure all college athletes um especially football you want to make it to the professional league which is i mean that's i'm the same way but with air force um just all the benefits you get and stuff i, I knew it would, like it set me up on and off the field if that's not in the cards for me so um yeah definitely nfl but i'm also excited for the um air force side aspect of it after college 
You know, something I, I haven't really thought about and I haven't done the research to know even if I'm right about this, but uh, especially now with the transfer portal being such a dramatic side of college sports, I would imagine that a service academy like Air Force is going to be one where you really can make some build a team and have some camaraderie with those, you know, players. I bet there's not a lot of folks leaving Air yeah. Force to go play at Boise State. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. because you get a little more PT. Yeah. And that was actually another reason why I pulled the trigger so soon on committing. Um, I was going to wait, but, you know, they Puns don't... all over this episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't they don't. um do transfer portal really because they really can't is, you know, if you get a guy from let's say an SEC school that just wants to like a lower level and just wants to play, like, you know, he might not be able to make the grades or he doesn't want to do the military side side of it. So, and um, really you don't get a lot of guys transferring out either. So it's, it's definitely a brotherhood, you know, it's the bolt brotherhood. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do any kind of uh, prep for that, that boot camp that you're going to hit early on, like any kind of uh, training uh, off the football field? I'm sure I will have to just, you know, a little more conditioning is the big thing. Um, I'm not worried about really the physical aspect of it. You know, the coaches have told the football players, especially the skilled players, that will be fine compared to, you know, the actual academy people. Um, but, yeah, I'll definitely – <laughs> when football season ends, I'll probably, you know, uh, start uh, keeping the conditioning up. So, What position were you recruited to play there? Oh, uh, middle linebacker. Okay. That's that's yeah. what I figured. I just – you mentioned the, the skill positions. I didn't know if – like yeah. I got some sites sites for you set on something else. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and I brought that up because like we, we have folks at D one that are training for just a number of things. And sometimes we have had folks, especially like army national guard uh, coming specifically to train uh, for some of their, the, the beep test or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Jack Alley, how do you, as we're in game week, how do you get hyped before, like a big game. Are you a music guy, <laughs> podcast, or you just like? I was talking with one of your classmates, Annie Priest. She was talking mm-hmm. about she meditates basically. What What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm not far off from that. I'll uh, I'll kind of like I, I tell everybody like I I sit by myself on the bus. I don't like to sit with anybody. You know, I'll get by myself. I have headphones before games, and I'll kind of just like be in my own mind. And I don't I like to think about things. I'm not a big talker before games. Like you know, I'm I'm sure there's some guys that have been on here that are. Their talkers like to hype their team up, but that's not really me. I like to try to lead by example on the te- on the field more than like you know talk. But yeah, for me, it's I listen to music. I'll um I'll sit by myself and kind of just think about the game plan. So pretty simple. What kind of music? Ah oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I have a wide variety. You know, I like to listen to a little rap. Um, sometimes even like rock and roll, just like. Soothing music. If we have a long ride, like, you know, a couple years ago, we played Science Hill. It's like a two-hour bus ride, so yeah, I won't listen to rap the whole time. But, you know, when we get close, I'll, I'll kind of put on some more intense music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually up at Science Hill um, a couple weeks ago talking mm-hmm. with their AD, do, doing some stuff. We're actually uh, install or uh, putting a D1 training in right, like, maybe half a mile from Science Hill. Yeah. So awesome. I think that'll be good because, I mean, they, right now they've pretty much got no, nothing even yeah. close to what D1 is. So. Oh, yeah. Um, how about, like, uh, where would you say you're clearly a very driven dude? Like, where does that come from? Do you have, like, a, a motivating force behind you or just, you know, sports yeah, heroes yeah. or what is it? Well, for me, it's – um, I just to be completely honest, I hate losing. Like, the feeling of losing is awful to me. And – the things I like to do, I feel like I'm highly motivated at. 
So like the work and like the workouts and the training, it doesn't really feel like work to me. It's more of like, it's fun. It's like what I love. So when you love it, like, I feel like it doesn't really feel like work. So that's been the best thing for me. Yeah. Right on. And that, I mean, that, that is certainly a motivating factor. Uh, do you have a specific like goal, like for the senior season that you want to get better at? Like be it tackling, you want more takeaways or, or something specific yeah. like that, a stat maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually a little bit different than that. The thing I want to improve on most is really off the field. I want my, my film and my, my football IQ. I want to keep working on that because you know, when I went to Air Force, that was the biggest thing I could see that I need to improve on. It wasn't really my my size or my strength. I think I was fitting right in with those linebackers. It was just the mental side of the game and the um really just thinking about stuff like like what's going to happen in this situation, stuff like that. So just film, you know, just becoming like understand the game more. What about off the field? Do you have a uh, big big hobbies? Yeah, yeah. Um. So let's see. Well, I live right across the street from the lake. So, you know, I'll fish a bunch. Um, we got some, some large amounts of bass over there. Um, obviously I'll, I'll be on the boat sometimes if we, uh, get a few days off. Um, you know, I'll work out a bunch. That's obviously football and training takes up majority of my time, but yeah, yeah. That's hang out with friends, stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds great. How's, uh, how's fair going to do this season? I think we'll be pretty good. You know, we got a, um, a few spots we're trying to fill with some guys that have never had varsity uh, reps or time, but I think the team, you know, we're coming together. We're playing as one. I'm, I'm very happy with the defense. You know, I thought we played uh, in our scrimmages. We've, we've hardly let up any touchdowns, you know, and so I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Does coach ever put you on the other side of the ball? A little bit. Yeah. I'm playing a little bit tight end right now. We've got two senior tight ends that are both doing great. So I've been kind of just holding down the defense, but, you know, they, there's been talks of maybe getting like a package of like a wildcat for me or like fullback run. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I was, well, I was just downstairs watching some preseason football, and I remember old days of uh, Mike Vrabel getting put in. Uh, yeah, on offense for a certain. Do you have an NFL team? Hmm, well, it used to be for the longest time as a kid. It was Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos. But when he retired, I kind of just picked a new one up, and you know, it's, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers was the next one. So yeah, I'm a Steelers fan as of now. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, you know, I, I uh, so I'm a big Panthers fan. I try to watch the Titans, and and it's like I guess I say they're they're kind of my unofficial AFC team, but it's yeah. I don't know for whatever reason they they just haven't grabbed me. But I've been a Panthers fan since their first season as a as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, what would you say is your favorite workout exercise, like in the gym? Well, let's see. Um. I mean, when I was little, I loved to squat. Like a few years ago, I was big on squatting, but you know, I um, I got really good at squatting. I, I can squat five hundred for five pretty easy. But like we talked about it, and there's no reason to really go up and wait. So what I've become obsessed with is the rep max on two twenty five, and I've gotten really good at that as well. So I'd say right now it's it's probably bench. Oh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. We had uh we had an event recently that uh, D1 coaches helped with. It was actually at Dick's and it was a, were you guys, it was fair to get a part of the seven on seven Knoxville classic a few weeks ago. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. We had, uh, we had something uh, cool where we basically did. um, It was like a skills competition where we ran a 40, did a broad jump, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But one of them was we did a a bench competition. We actually did just 185. It was Mm -hmm. like a, you know, reps, Mac, I forget the guy, I forget who, 
one, but the guy got like 40 reps of 185. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good. So it was uh it was much better than my six. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So I was I a soccer you. player. Come on. Um, oh, yeah. so one, one last thing. Can you tell me one great sports memory, uh, be it as an athlete or a spectator? Yeah, Something you're yeah. gonna carry with you forever. Yeah. Well, I feel like for me personally, it was uh, sophomore year. Um, we were in the playoffs. Um, and it was really like, you know, I played varsity football the whole year. But this was like one of the first games they let me start. So that was pretty cool. Um, and we were we were down at halftime. I think it was by 21 points. And we had worked our way back to only being down by seven. And I think it was in the fourth quarter, the quarterback had rolled out. And it was like a pass deflection. And I intercepted it and ended up taking it back for a touchdown. And that ended up tying the game. And I'm not sure if you, you remember or not, but the score, I think it's around my wall. It ended up being a 57 to 56. We won in double overtime. But, you know, we were down by like three touchdowns at half. So I think that was probably one of the, the turning points in the game when we tied it up. So that was pretty cool for me. Yeah, man. Anytime. I mean, being a part of that is such a big deal. But I, I can remember even watching big games when you really come back. You know, mm-hmm. it's just there's extra emotion uh, oh, yeah. behind that. You know, like like Tennessee was down 21 nothing at LSU several yeah. years ago. Came back and won in overtime. And like that's just even watching that as a spectator. And I didn't, mm-hmm. you know. Take yeah, one of yeah. the house. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. All right, man. Jack Alley, thank you so much. Best of luck this season. Actually, do you want we're gonna be at the game uh with a booth. So everybody that that that's listening to this can mention the podcast and we'll give you one free week to D1. But uh best of luck this season. Thanks so much for taking the time, buddy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, thanks for checking out this show. Uh thanks so much to Jack Alley for joining me. Please rate and review the podcast. Do that now. Uh, And please go follow me on TikTok and Instagram at NoPlaybookPod.